Yeah! I bet you Eric Adams thinks this is for him. But it's not. It's not? No, I'm going to uh, plug Russ Salzberg's <laughs> podcast. He's a Brooklyn guy. He's a Brooklyn guy. He's got a new podcast out. Uh, get a load of this is, is what its podcast is titled. But it's all about the last dance. And he, calls, he says the last dance is the best dance. Michael Jordan. Get a load of this with Russ Salzberg. You can see it wherever podcasts are available or at WABCRadio.com. It's a very interesting listen. Get a load of this, Russ Salzberg. But our aforementioned uh, next guest, and he's a very nice guy. He's a former police officer. He's the current Brooklyn Borough President. And by the way, a man who had health problems, to to use a word that we just learned recently, he had comorbidities, but through a very, very strict uh, diet and exercise regimen, he looks now like he can play shortstop for the Brooklyn Cyclones. How about that? Yeah, Eric Adams. Good morning, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? That's right. You know, and it, there's no better way to start a morning with, than with Bernie and Sid. Oh, <laughs> see, now we're back on the good graces. Yeah, you know Last time you came on, you were upset. <laughs> of all people, Bernie and Sid, my money was on those guys. Now we're good again, right, babe? Me, right? Me, you, and Bernie were good, Eric, right? <laughs> that's, how, that's how Brooklyn is, man. I like it. I like it. I like it. Hey, let so, me tell you something. Not only you are the Brooklyn Borough President, you're our choice for mayor, but we'll get to that later, too. So thanks for coming on. Yeah. No, we do appreciate it. And there's a lot to talk about, Eric, a lot. Uh, let's, uh, let's start with an easy one. Uh, the, the mayor of the city here, he's, uh, he's declared that we're not going to open the beaches. However, all the beaches around the tri-state area will be open. How do you think that's going to go out in Brooklyn? I mean, uh, you are a former police officer. You're going to have to have uh, cops enforcing people not going on the beaches or whatever they have to do, social distancing. How's that going to go? And why wasn't the mayor prepared for that? You, you and I both know that it is going to be virtually impossible during these hot summer nights for people uh, not to, you know, go on the sand and, and lounge about. You know, we need to find the money for the lifeguards. Uh, we haven't started the training process now. It really makes no sense. Uh, you know, think about it. The South Brooklyn is the south of France for people who can't afford to leave the city. So true. Uh, that is their Bahamas. That is where they go, the rituals. We can do it in a safe way. We could make six feet circles, circles in uh, Manhattan at Chelsea Pier. We could do the same thing in our beaches that it could be safe enough so families can go. Agreed. And uh, Manhattan Beach, right there by K by the Bay, one of my four schools I went to, Kingsborough Community College, Oriental Boulevard, will be uh, packed, I would think, coming up this weekend. Hey, uh, listen, Eric, the uh, the comp situation, you know, I live in the city now. I'm a Brooklyn boy, but I live in the city. And I live right across the street from Riverside Park, and I see cops at the entrance uh, every single weekend afternoon just standing there handing out masks. Now, to me, it, it seems like a, a real waste of real power to have two police officers handing out masks to people who want to take a walk in a park. I don't know if you're doing that in Brooklyn, and if you are, could you comment on that? Is that not a waste of police power? What you do is it just make it part of your your patrol. You can carry your mask with you. With you. you don't have to sit there uh, handing it out, but as you move around and do your patrol. But we also have other city employees. You have park staff that can be doing this. People who already are in the place to do so. Uh, traffic enforcement agents. The entire operation of safety should be not only 
uh, carried out by those who job really is to protect us from crime, but carried out by everyone that's part of the city personnel. And that's what was my conversation with the mayor. We should have never had the police doing for enforcement on reculturing of someone's behavior. This wasn't a criminal act. This was a public health act. And you don't have to use a summons of a thousand dollars to remind people about the importance to stand apart, stand apart from each other. No doubt about that. Uh, but borough President Eric Adams, who may be the next mayor of this city here, uh, if they, you know, if there's some justice around, you or Andrew Yang, I think, are uh, the two top candidates, uh, I believe, Eric Adams. But let me ask you this question. Speaking about the police, they have to deal with this, uh, this releasing of the inmates from Rikers Island. I mean, there's a high recidivism, way too high. I mean, 1% is too high, but I believe it's more like 15% or something like that. And my question is that this is from a meme, and it makes so much sense that I'm just going to read it to you. If masks actually work... Why don't we just give prisoners masks instead of releasing them back into society? Well, you know, actually, when you looked at the bail reform law, and this is what I told, uh, spoke with those in Albany from the beginning, you looked at the items that were on the list that you could not give bail to. Burglary, robbery, those those are predatory crimes. Those are crimes against people that are violent crimes, manslaughter. So I don't know who were the advisors that stated that these crimes are not predatory crimes. These are the crimes we fought against. And just because the presence of COVID-19 does not mean the disappearance of criminal behavior. And we need to focus on that. You can't take a public health crisis and then you go back to a, a public safety crisis. And so I'm concerned when you believe that because this health issue is in front of us that we could lose this, our cities and our streets to crime. And we got to be very careful on how we do this releasing procedure to make sure that people are not those who have committed uh, criminal behavior, particularly violent criminal yeah. behavior. Sounds like common sense. Makes, I, mean, it makes sense. I, I can't believe that wasn't employed Duh. by the mayor. Yeah, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, the next mayor of this city, on with uh, Bernie. I know you love that. So listen, one of the reasons why I like you is because too many politicians today uh, practice their policies are based on race, creed, color, gender. I don't find you to be like that. So if I say to you, one of your biggest problems in Brooklyn, my people, the Jewish people, specifically the Orthodox Jews, that whether it's a funeral or a wedding, there's been all kinds of issues the last couple of months. Uh, it seems to be getting better. I think Dove Hyken was on a couple of weeks ago expressing his displeasure. It seems to be getting better. But uh, how often are you dealing with that specific community? Now, here's what is so important. If if you don't deal with this stuff on the ground, you really won't understand um, why things are happening wrong. When we started out with COVID-19, we were talking in an echo chamber. The president was doing his briefings, the mayor was doing his, and the governor was doing his. And we were speaking to English, in English for the most part, and we were only speaking with people who would sit down and watch them do their briefing um, every day. Really the elite of the city, to be honest with you. This is a multi-ethnic culture and city that we live in. 47% of Brooklyn, I speak a language other than English at home. Many people in Williamsburg and in Borough Park and others, uh, they speak Yiddish. Some of them don't read English papers at all, listen to English radio, English TV. So if you don't communicate 
with people in the language and in the culture that they understand, then they're not going to be able to follow rules. It took us too long to properly start communicating in the diverse languages. I went out to Kanasi. I taught, saw two young people playing basketball, uh, and I went to pull my car open and said, hey, guys, you guys got a social distance. They looked at me and said, hey, Bob President, what the hell is that? I mean, just because some philosophical member of academia decided to make up a terminology, you're just learning English. You're just learning what a subject and a verb is, and now you're going to put these terms together? Let's talk plain language to plain people in the language in a manner that they understand so they can start acting accordingly. I like that. That's, that's common sense. Oh, that makes man. a lot of sense to me. Eric Adams, uh, Brooklyn Borough President and next uh, perhaps mayor of New York City, Eric, back to uh, police community relations uh, during this pandemic. Uh, I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but the latest, of course, was this uh, New York City health commissioner who said she doesn't give two rats asses about the NYPD. You're a former NYPD member. Uh, I mean, the mayor knew about this for a long time to have a health commissioner with an attitude like that. How does that help uh, police relations with uh, their bosses? Bad, bad comment, you know, <clears throat> really uh, disappointing to hear something like that because I give a rat ass about anyone that decides to put on a, put on a bulletproof vest and stand on street corners and pr- protect our lives. Uh, our first responders, including the gr- grocery store clerks, the firefighters, the 9-11 operators, uh, they were out there. Uh, they couldn't shelter in place by the nature of their jobs. They couldn't social distance by the nature of their jobs. And we need to care about them uh, dearly. Uh, those who were able to telecommute to really respect the men and women who put their lives on the line. So I think the comment was, was inappropriate. Well, let me put you on uh, the spot. Do you think she should go? I, I, the mayor has to, must make that call. You know, it's the mayor because there's so much in the dynamics. And do you want to change the team members in the midst of, we have to do this contact tracing um, in the midst of, all that have, must go on right now. So that call is really his call. And it's, it's not on the spot for me because if, if, if he feels as though that she's not doing what needs, he has to make that call and say, I have to get the team together. And you know what else is important, Bernie said? Teams don't explode. They implode. If you, if your team members are not moving towards the, destination together instead of fighting and using their intelligence and their energy to fight against each other the american the new york city public is going to hurt yep. and we're going to be the one that lose so they need to get in the room the entire team and they need to get their asses together and get their act together yeah. and say listen we're fighting covid 19 we're not fighting each other because if you fight each other you're hurting the new york public i love, love it brooklyn borough That's president right. by the way you should just take this interview put it on your website you'll win the mayoral uh, thing by like a uh, hundred hundred thousand votes uh so listen eric uh, i'm in brooklyn quite a bit still you know i grew up obviously in the midwood section by madison high school when i got married i moved to sheepshead bay i went to uh, <laughs> private school in bay ridge i'm all about brooklyn but i got to tell you one of the spots in brooklyn that I'm fearful for is Coney Island. You know, Bernie mentioned uh, the, the Brooklyn Cyclones. They play at MCU Park on the, on the beach. You got Nathan's there, Gargiulio's, you know. My, my grandparents grew up in Trump Village. My <laughs> aunt and uncle's in Luda Park. Coney Island, to me, is, is really precious to me. And I'm really worried that after this, it's never, ever, ever going to come back. You have the same fears and concerns? Coney Island will, will it will it will always be Coney Island. No matter what we do, uh, the waterfront is extremely attractive. There's some great plans 
uh, is playing for there. As you know, Cassimatidis did an amazing development yes. there. Others yep. are coming down. I think the best days, Coney Island best days, will return. Uh, but clearly our city is not going to be the same. We may lose 30 to 40% of our businesses, our small businesses. Uh, you know, we're in a very difficult time, and we're going to have to really come together as New Yorkers. I saw this after September 11th, uh, but you know what? On September 12th, uh, we got up and, you know, builders built, retailers opened their stores, yeah. teachers taught. We showed the America what we were made of, and America responded to us. Now we're back here. Of course, COVID is not terrorism, but it is terror. People are afraid, and we're going to dig, we're going to have to dig in deep. <clears throat> And, you know, rebuild this city. And I think it's going to send a signal um, throughout the entire country. And no one does it better than America's Playland, the place we call Coney Island. Nice. Wow. Uh, Eric Adams, you're great. Listen, uh, I would just say this on the way out, uh, just a, a, an opinion. We have to do it quickly. We don't want this place to collapse uh, permanently and turn into, say, Detroit or something. We have to do it quickly. And, by the way, right. we, we refer to him as Mr. Katsimatidis here at WABC. <laughs> uh, but Eric Adams, Brooklyn Borough President, we appreciate your appearance here on the Bernie Thank and you. Sid Show. We really do. Thank All you right. very much. All right, Eric. That was a great guys. job. All right, man. All right, nice to talk to you. Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams.